Yeah, so we can do this? Yeah. Okay, I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And we're back with another pilot season. Um, and if I cut all that at the beginning now, it's only for time. Because <laughs> it's too much hassle. What if, Gareth, here's the thing. Put, start it with this. I cut that out. Just paste it after the end credits. <laughs> then they can get all the goodness and they can stop it if they want. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sure I've had this idea before and just not done it because it's too much hassle. Right. So before we get started on this one as well, this yep, is yep. about the episode though. This is not a digression. Okay. <laughs> I just need to be absolutely positive. We've both watched the same. Thing. You say, sent me a link. Yeah. And I watched it. So that was the 101 Diamond Ray, the di- disappearing Diamond Ray. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's fine. It's not hard. No. It might not be the first episode. It's the, I watched the episode you sent Cause me. Because that, I say the link we had originally, <laughs> yeah. I had uh, on my computer. Uh huh. And every time I refreshed that thing, or I had, again, if something happened in it, again, something happened in the episode, because mm-hmm. my internet was it played a completely different episode to the point where at one point it started showing one, and I'm like, the fuck is this? And it was the 43rd episode. Okay. So, but yeah. Could but, I suggest one thing? Because I know you, uh, oh, you might not have, oh, I don't know if it's for, oh. Now, I download, um, oh, is this legal? I don't know. I temporarily, because I don't keep them, download my uh, mm-hmm. YouTube videos with Clip Grab. Yeah. I used to have Clip Grab, but. Oh, but you, that was, that on, was the on the Mac. Computers, yeah. It was on the, I don't know if yeah. it exists on Windows. No. But here's the thing I think. Now, there is a chance that the person, like the original link we got, mm-hmm. the person who put it on there, might have done. It's not a playlist, so it wouldn't be playing random episodes in the playlist. Yeah. But I think they've done something that fucks with people because the comments were disabled on this thing. So I did wonder if whoever's can, I don't know if there's something they can do that fucks with people. I don't see why they would. How many Motu fans need to be fucked with? Not many. That's how you pronounce it, right? Motu. Motu? Masters of the Universe. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure it's called Motu. (laughs) I never even thought of that. Like, I, I only heard it recently when uh, Kevin Smith was talking about mm. doing it. Yeah. And I'm sure it's, yeah, Motu is how he refers to it. Mm-hmm. That includes She-Ra, which I find mind-blowing. Shra. Shra, yeah. A show yeah. I still haven't watched on Netflix, and I just want to say now, it's not because I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Though I did like the comments where people were, um, were moaning that she didn't look like she used to, and then people on Twitter would be like, "This old man is complaining. This cartoon isn't sexy enough yeah. for, for, for men." I only like my female warriors in tiny little swimsuits with swords. Ugh. Oh, he disgusts me. Whoever he is, oh, half isn't it? Ugh. Yeah. Man. Okay. So cool. We're all on the same page. Okay. Boom. So, going back in, uh, we're doing uh, the first episode of He-Man and the Master of the Universe, yep. a.k.a. He-Man. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. As I called it when I was a kid. Yeah. Do you know, um, what I've learned, spoilers for this episode, is that the cartoon's fine, but I was having painful nostalgia about toys I either owned or yeah. my friends owned. Yeah. I was definitely thinking, in a box somewhere probably in my old bedroom at home, mm-hmm. there's still 
Things like um, Trapjaw, I've got him somewhere. Trapjaw, Bird Boy, whose name I can't remember. Yeah. Um, um, I've definitely got a Skeletor somewhere, but I think his arm broke off. I definitely had a Skeletor too. I definitely had a He-Man, yeah. obviously. Um, I never had Cringer. I had He-Man with the uh, the chest plate that rotated and got crushed. Mm. So you hit it and it flipped yeah. around and it got more damage. Then you hit it again it flipped around and got mm. more damage. They did that with a few action figures from different franchises because I remember mm. some sort of damagey thing for something else, but I can't they remember. They did which. it for like maybe not Transformers, but for some sort of car. I feel like the side panels could get bashed up. Yeah, no, there's definitely one of the chests as well that wasn't He-Man. What was that? Maybe I remembered it wrong, but I feel like it was He-Man in his armor. No, I think you're right, but I'm just sure there was there was something else as well. Mm. Wasn't Centurions? No, and I had a Castle no. Grayskull. I never had that. For a man who uh, feels like he wasn't spoiled as a child, yeah. now I think, when I think specifically of He-Man, I either had all this stuff, I definitely had a Skull. I yeah. definitely had a He-Man and a Skeletor. Yeah. I, well, oh, and a Battle Cat. I, I never had Battle Cat. Which is actually secretly the worst, because you take off his yeah. armour, and then Cringer's looking real hardcore. Yeah, because it was just like a solid cat yeah. thing. Um, I did have a lot of the figures for He-Man, but I didn't mm. have any of the... Um, Oh, I've got Ram Man somewhere as well. I've got him. I but, um, oh, you know who I did have? Yeah, because I was thinking of this recently. I had uh, the dude with the lobster claw. There's a dude with one lobster claw, a massive lobster Ooh. claw. Thank you. And I had him because um, the opening closed the claw. He had a little trigger on the side. Ooh, nice. And it had a real impressive spring in it. And to this day, when I think about it, I can feel the tension in that spring. I, I <laughs> Until I'm watching this, I'd forgotten. I, I didn't have the figure, but I'm glad I didn't because I never liked him anyway. Be- <laughs> Beastman's the worst, though, right? Well, I don't he know. Look, he just didn't He-Man shit. have Mossman as well, the one who smelt of stuff if you bought him? Mm. I mean, well, that sounds worse I think to I've, me. I think I have a note for that because I'm trying to think. There was a note about who was playing Mossman somewhere in my notes. We'll get later on. Well, he was like um, Merman in this. Right. There was like literally a swamp thing, yeah. is what I'm suggesting. Um, but, um, lobster handed He Man. Yeah. Oh, also, the, uh, when I read my notes, yeah. I just like to point out every time I wrote He Man, it auto corrected to Herman, and All I right. will be calling him Herman for the entire well, I thing. I think at one point during typing my notes on here, I had put Skeletor in all caps. So every time I was trying to write Skeletor, mm-hmm. instead of changing it to Skeleton as it started to do, it just changed it to Skeletor, all caps. So I'm like, okay, well, that's that's a thing on my iPad now. So that's uh, handy. Apparently his name is Clawful. Oh, God, I don't remember him at all now. I had him. And you know what I just saw? It just, it just popped up. Yeah. And I definitely had him too. Oh, the bumblebee dude. The bumblebee dude. I remember the wings. I know I didn't have him, but my cousin did. Because mm. um, I remember the wings were pretty much never on. But it was, the level of detail in the wings was pretty good for a... <laughs> Sorry. For a uh, figure I, back I in typed in lobster-handed He-Man, right? And it did come up with Clawful. I don't remember him being called that, right? No. But then you go down... Um, this has nothing to do with He-Man. It obviously just has things to do with lobster men. Yeah. And it says, Grady Styles Jr., the murderous lobster man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what lobster boy. I definitely think they did a, <laughs> a last podcast and left or something about lobster boy. Or maybe mm. a dollop. Odd. Anyway. So, yeah. I don't remember having all these things as a child. Yeah. So, especially as He-Man only lasted like two years. Yeah. One thing, I, I, 
I had a lot of the figures. <coughs> I didn't have Castle Grayskull. I did. Unlike, say, with Mask, I had Game Boulder Hill and mm-hmm. um, the Ewok Village and stuff. But yeah, I never had uh, Grayskull, but I had a lot of the figures. Mm. So I've still got them somewhere. Ram Man was kind of rubbish in that he was just a solid plastic. His arms did move about, but he just pushed his legs in and Oh, I remember Ram Man. I, I saw him appear in this episode and yeah. when I remember someone who had that toy and I, I liked it a lot. Don't. You might prove me wrong here, but I don't remember anyone I know owning Man at Arms. I feel, in my mind, I feel I had one. But also, while watching it, I wondered why I would. Yeah. So I don't know if I did or did Here's the yeah. thing that just it's mentioned. <laughs> that's the crazy thing about memory, isn't it? Here's the thing that's in this episode that they mentioned just once or on kind of just off the cuff thing. Mm-hmm. His name was Duncan. Yeah, I feel like that's right. Yeah, because the king calls him Duncan at one point. I'm like, well, okay. Uh, you know the other thing that might have happened now I think about it? I feel like I might have traded toys with people back in yeah. the day. See, I kind of wanted to do that at times, but then couldn't because then I'd still want the one I had and they would obviously wouldn't want to swap back, so I just never did swaps. I mean, this really sounds like uh, a proof of me saying you're a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd still have a toy, but I still want, I would rather they have their one back and I had my original one. Mm-hmm. For also in my head, this is where it becomes mental, in that I think I would have thought that the toy would have been upset with that as well. Like I didn't want it. Like God, I was this re- is pre-Toy Story. Like I, was, like I was rejecting it. And that's not... That wouldn't be nice. No, of course not. That's terrible. <laughs> no, it's just... Yeah. Uh. Yeah, definitely remind me before we leave that I have to put socks on. Oh. Because yeah. I'm wearing cold leather boots. Yeah. Fair enough. And I don't need my tootsies falling off when I walk home. Cool. So, yeah, did you say it snowed yesterday? Yes. Oh, uh, it was like, I was in the kitchen at one point, I looked out, and there was just sort of a little bit of snow. Yeah. It was kind of wet anyway. And then, let the dog out, came back in, and it was kind of stopped. Yeah. And then mum goes, have you looked outside just now? And I looked out, and Maastricht was white. Everything was covered. And then, a couple of hours later, it was all kind of gone, because it was just wet and mushy. Yeah, no, I wasn't feeling it yesterday. Yeah. I was having one of my 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 bad moods. Yeah. Um, so I stayed in bed all day, apart from when I got up to write the notes for He-Man. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, true story. Yeah. And then we <laughs> then went back to sleep. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well... I mean, you're like, I mean, it was just, I mean, it's zero degrees out there just now because see all the puddles are frozen and stuff, but. I'm not, I'm not feeling yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm drinking cold coffee at the minute, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I think I, I just, oh, I finished mine. But it was kind of cold with the time I finished yeah. it. But. but yeah, cold this, it's two degrees. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so back to he Yeah, because we've only really got, yeah. we've got 40 minutes to finish this episode so no, we can like, get breakfast. So the, um, yeah, Diamond Ray of Disappearance this episode. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. In some markets, the cosmic yes. meteor was the first episode, mm-hmm. which was the one that I think the original link we had linked to. But it, on IMDb, this is the first one, mm-hmm. and then the cosmic meteor reuses a fight scene from this in the opening, and everyone's just there. Whereas this one, I think, it introduces people more, so it seems right we're doing this one. Dude, you you right. Here's the thing: if people online <laughs> care. care that much, if if all the emails we get truly are only complaints, right? <laughs> I will hang myself for them. <laughs> okay. How's that? Fine. No one's ever. If our comments get to a thousand, 
<laughs> and they all say, kill yourself, fat man. I will hag myself I for you. I will join you. Nice. I'll, uh, if, we, uh, if I weight myself down only slightly, so we're the same weight, we could like Do just it, go over yeah. one like single thing. Just over a lamppost. Boom. Yeah. We could uh, you know, clack together like those 80s executive toys. Clackers, in fact. Yeah. Well, not like those ones, but Ouch. the ones with the, all the balls. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could find like eight other people who are feeling the same way. Could probably be done. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, you know, if you want to be remembered. <laughs> exactly. Make yourself, uh, <laughs> make yourself into a suicidal de- desk toy. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I don't know why all week um, I need to create a T-shirt, right, for the podcast. So basic. Yeah. That is, uh, I mean, it's a reference that literally two people outside of the people in this room would get. All right. But I'm very happy with it because it came into my head. Um, and that would be a, a, a very simple pencil drawing of Donald Duck, but sort of morphed with Popeye. Okay. Right? So it'd have like fat arms with an anchor on it. Yeah. Right? And then look really angry <clears throat> and drawn basic. Uh, and it would say duck fraud. It's from a very old episode with uh, Laura and Kiv on it that I heard recently. <laughs> and was like, that is the oddest thing in the world. Duck fraud. But I would, it was 10 years ago. I'm yeah. like, I, you don't remember what happened yesterday, so I'll allow it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I will 100% uh, uh, put that on tea public one day. Nice. Yes. I'm, I'm just never going to happen, but uh, I, I think we should throw hundreds of t-shirt designs on. If only that... <laughs> See what happened. Exactly. No one's ever going to buy any of them, but it doesn't mean we can't, you know, <laughs> do it for fun. Yeah. I'm still upset that they took down... Maybe you can only put so many up, but I'm very upset that uh, How Did This Get Made took down their Fry or Fuck t-shirt before I bought it. Oh. Fry or Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway. Yeah, back to... Into the cut and paste. Uh, Motu, uh, a.k.a. Master of the Universe, and uh, sometimes referred to as He-Man or She-Ra, uh, after its uh, lead heroes. This is a terrible cut and paste, Gareth. You're in all over. You can tell I did this in bed while not caring. Uh, is a media franchise created by Mattel. Ugh, it's all about money. <laughs> the main premise res- uh, revolves around the conflict between He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe, and his alter ego, Prince Adam. Uh, against the sorcerer Skeletor on the planet Eternia, with a vast lineup of supporting characters in a hybrid setting of me- setting of medieval sword and sorcery and sci-fi technology. Since its initial launch, the franchise has spawned a variety of products, including multiple lines of action figures, five animated television series, several comic series, video games, a daily newspaper comic strip. Really? Apparently. The three panel. And, and two feature films debut, uh, debuting in the fall of 1983. The Film Nation uh, series ran 130 episodes over two seasons uh, until November 1985. Oh, hmm. I missed the sentence, debuting in the fall of 1983. That makes a lot more sense. Hmm. So I suppose this, unlike other things we've reviewed, I think the cartoons and figures sort of were done at the same time rather than previous things we've reviewed where the toys existed first and they just stapled a cartoon onto it. No, I think it's both because Mattel is obviously the toy company. So I think they made the toys and waited cleverly for the release. You know, because it was like that 
Jason the Wheels Warriors. Yeah. They released the toys first up. and then went, make this cartoon. And people went, I don't know. And so they didn't do anything to do with the toys themselves. They changed all the characters and shit. Yeah. Well, this one works better, anyway. Mm. So. Yeah, because none of the characters really look like they belong together. No. You look at <clears throat> uh, Trapjaw, and mm. then you look at He-Man and go, why would they ever be in the same... Well, I, anything I, but, but that's the thing, though, because they're, as we see later on, they're from all over the universe. Well, yeah, that's the excuse yeah. that I never knew. So that's, but, yeah, that, know. I know neither did I, but that at least makes more sense. I like how the rest of the universe does look a lot like Eternia, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't look at it and go, well, he's definitely from another world. Yeah. But uh, I, I assumed you'd write something for the, the well, intro. I just so wrote I the entire intro, and I, I, I don't right. know if you want me to perform it or. <laughs> you do that. And then I'm going to add a couple of notes in, because I've literally got one half sentence. Yeah, well, I've got things. So on you go. I'm Adam, Prince of Eternia. I'm not going to do a buff thing, sort of like his voice. No. No. Um, Defender of the secrets of Castle Greyskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend, who's currently shitting himself in the corner. Um, Fabulous secret powers revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, by the power of Greyskull. I'm not shouting it. Well, no, you're already very close to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> He-Man, it says very loudly on screen. I have the power. Mm. Um, wearing a weird metal bra um, that seems ineffective as armour. There yeah. you go. Um, slightly better than the pink shirt I was wearing earlier. Mm. Cool. Um, I'll point my sword at my terrified companion, who uh, strangely becomes less terrified when being threatened. Um Cringer became the mighty battle cat, and I became Hemon. Hemon stuff. The most powerful man in the universe. Humble brag. I mean, yeah. Oh, here's the thing. I had a note on this. Uh, Prince Adam, right? Yeah. He's already pretty ripped. Yeah. He's like like Chris Cooper in adaptation, dude. Technically, because his parents don't recognize him as He-Man, and really all he does is take off clothes. It's not like he takes off glasses to become Superman or whatever. Yeah, no. He doesn't... All he does is wear slightly less, but his face is still the same. Yeah. Hair is the same. Cringer, uh, at least, yeah. seems to grow by 10%. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's the most powerful man in the universe. Don't believe him? Well, here he is, punching the face to the audience. Yeah, that's what I thought, right? He yeah. punched me in the face. Yes. I'm the most powerful man of the... What, how's he supposed to be getting us on his side? And he now, punches us in the face. not only, like, we didn't even see stars when he punched us. and said we saw the name Lusheimer. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, um, I didn't... I forgot to write a note at the end. Oh, um, executive producer and voice of Oracle, King Randor and Trapjaw. And what, Triclops. That's something that blew my hair back at the end when it said the voice cast and there was yeah. four people. Yeah. Well, the thing is what, but he's, he's credited as Eric Gundon instead of Lusheimer as the voice. Which is weird. Um, he has a pseudonym. But here's the thing. He died in 2013 and his last credit was the movie Chappie. Well, I love Chappie. Because apparently he was, um, they must have used um, he was, He-Man. He was the voice his, of Ninja. No, <laughs> it was, it, it's a soundtrack credit, so they must have used He-Man in the soundtrack somewhere. I, I feel think. like, the, now you say that, I feel like they were watching it on the yeah, TV at one so point. You, so you got a credit for that. Um, only three others share my secret. Our friends, the Sorceress... Man-at-Arms and Orko. Together we defend Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. Maniacal laughter. 
He-Man. I, I can't believe the credits were still going. I forgot all about it. I that was, was a good two minutes in. <laughs> like You're like, man, this is... Can, obviously, it's longer than our yeah, Thundercats yeah. thing. But yes, that's two minutes of an intro. And that's every week. Yeah. So, eh. But secretly, it saves them a lot of money, right? Yeah. It's like when you watch anime. Well, and there's a 20-minute anime. And it's got a two-minute intro and a two-minute ending. As I say, there's a, a fight scene in this that's reused right at the start of the next episode. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the trivia for this episode... One, someone has far too much time in their hands. I haven't looked at any, and so I don't know. Two, any. the entire lot of trivia is just this bit of animation was reused in this episode. This bit of animation. It's like pages of it, and you're like, yeah. this is obviously just one person's work, and they need to do something else with their life. Because the crazy thing is, they got to do that twice. Because in the other episode, they would write. This animation was reused from this episode. Yeah. So oh. there's plenty of hits going on there. Dear me. So uh, here we go, right? I think um, uh, I'm, oh. I'm, no, I'm going to just shoot through the plot. Cool. I've got way too many notes on this, so just do your usual and just butt in, as a, you know. Oh. Um, oh, here's the thing. Before I get to, I, I put this note halfway through, but yeah. I'll mention it now, and if I do it again, just ignore me. Is it me? Or does Skeletor sound like Dan Aykroyd in Codeheads? I suppose he does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's going to ruin Skeletor for me. Oh. <laughs> I was listening to going, no, that's that's a real... I'm amazed he isn't saying Mibs. Mibs. It's <laughs> 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 maybe the secret word he uses to teleport people. We just didn't hear it. It's his safe word. <laughs> when the evil lins round with the... Well, she's obviously got a strap on because yeah. he doesn't have a dong. He's a skeleton. Oh, I was uh, going to say a strap he on. I suppose he also doesn't well, have an anus or a prostate. I was about to say a strap on, but then I thought to myself, last week we said we were going to, for kids' cartoons we were going to be kid friendly. Well, you already but, said shit, so I thought uh, that was off the table. Uh, well, yeah, we're off. Nah, screw it. Uh, also, kids don't know what pegging is for good reason. Hey, kids, go ask your parents what pegging is. They think it's something you do while using a light bright. While using a Pegasus. Yeah. Pegs in light. Yeah. I when I think pegs, I think when I think pegging, I think uh, uh, the the battleship exactly the game battleship. Yeah. Oh, he sunk my battleship in the kitchen you know, when with I was a thinner, pipe. What? what I used to work out when I was thinner, I was addicted to watching Battleship in the background while working out. And I still to this day don't know why. I've never watched Battleship. It's awful, but I. Uh, Oh. I think it was co- another one of these. It's company, and I know roughly how long it is, so I know how long. You know what I mean? Why haven't they made a movie of Hungry Hungry Hippos? I guarantee they did at one point, or they were working on it. Remember, there was a period where they were working on all the board games. Yeah. Um, and then they realised <laughs> that IP is a terrible idea. They're still working on Monopoly, right? Ridley Scott. Sir Ridley Scott is working on a Monopoly game. What would it be? Like, four. But, buttholes owning a hotel you know different hotels and like tell each other their buttholes and send each other to jail <laughs> yeah this is me going PG now after you mentioned it but still um, so yeah Snake Mountain lots of unnecessary noises if I when it starts it sounds like Star Trek you know sort of like very cool I'd forgot it was called Snake Mountain I didn't it was the first thing I wrote down and then he mentioned it and I was like yes and it is kind of like some sort of evil lighthouse um, um, what, like the lighthouse? Yeah, pretty much. But um, I really liked them. 
But uh, it's yeah, better than Grayskull. No, but That's what shit. there's so many unnecessary noises that if our podcast had that in the background, you would say that was poorly produced. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they put them there on purpose. Skeletor. No. Uh, Skeletor? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Skeletor. Skeletor uh, calls his minions to him. Um, oh, I read that. I've, that is not what he does. But I was going to say he called them with the diamonds, but he does not. No. He just... He just... Doesn't he use his staff? I think, yeah, because the orb on the end yeah. of his battle axe seems to be magic, so he probably yeah. just used that across the universe. Um, yeah. And Merman. Merman. Oh, that's... Here's what I remember mentioned Mossman earlier on. Yep. Alan Oppenheimer in the new series is voicing Mossman. Yeah. And Alan Oppenheimer is the voice of Skeletor in this. Oh. So he's being Mossman in the new... The the rubbish man who smells. Yeah. Yeah, he used to smell, guys. He bought a toy that smelt. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he was going to... Oh. <laughs> yeah, flashback to that one. I didn't figure it out until then. Okay. Yeah. Um, Evil Lynn. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Played by Meg Foster in the film, wasn't she? From They Live. Anyway, moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Don't digress into the film, Gareth. Uh, Cyclops. Is he called Cyclops or Tri- Triclops? Triclops. Oh, but you see, you've missed it. You missed the introductions because you didn't wrong one. I don't care. I just wrote <laughs> notes down. You want to be here five hours? Trapjaw. But oh, but Merman's one's insane though. Because he introduced him first. And it's Merman, warlord of warlord of water, master of fish, lakes, and streams. <laughs> Yeah, but he doesn't do anything. He's just a but it's he's just, a rubber man. But he he looks so right. This is a cartoon, yeah. And he looks like a man in a suit. But it's just he's got like the most unmovable face. For the introduction he got there, mm-hmm. which is seems insane. I don't think we see him again the rest of the episode. That's what I'm saying he's useless. But it's just the fact. Just I liked the amount of grandeur they gave him for someone who then instantly disappeared. Dude, I love you. We're thirty seconds into this episode. Sorry. This is why we're not doing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and of course, Skeletor himself. Yeah. Uh, he shows the diamonds to a lizard, and then he's like, "See, no more lizards." Now at the end, yeah, right. Spoilers. Why does the lizard not come back? <laughs> no, it's maybe because it's been in there too long. But that's all. Thing that the diamond, if you see it, you disappear. Mm-hmm. Now, so who got it in the box in the first place? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think you don't have to see it, right? As in. I, I think I because uh, sorceress at one point even says, "Don't look at it too long," which is very different to. Uh, Did, uh, wait, okay. But she does. She says it to uh, He Man yeah, at one point. Yeah, but even then, it's no, no. Oh yeah, she says, "Don't look at it too long, yeah. um, or you'll be gone forever," which is dumb yeah. because why would you look at something that's squashed between your hands? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, where are your eyes? The palms of your hands, like bloody Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, why hasn't Triclops got that? Just one eye there and one eye in each hand. Yeah, stop him getting dizzy. Ugh. Here's something, I might yeah. mention it later. It might be an animation error, but is it me or does Orko have massive hands? I'll never even notice. I, right, at oh. one point, I think it's when he grabs Triclops' helmet and spins it round, right? But I was like, just imagine the size of this guy's balls. But isn't it sort of nature find a way? Because he doesn't have a lower half of his body, so nature's made up for it by giving him big hands because he doesn't have legs. He, he's got the, the hands of a bowler. <laughs> <laughs> like the arms, secretly. He's, he, he's ripped like Chris Cooper mm-hmm. in the, uh, as well. <laughs> oh. Anytime someone points out that that is not my joke, I don't care. 
Yeah. It's a funny thing to say. that Because uh, Chris Cooper in the film adaptation uh, got muscly. So he's the number one person to go back to whenever someone gets ripped. <laughs> Oscar winner and 70-year-old man Chris Cooper. You may remember him as uh, the maniacal laugh guy from The Muppets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maniacal laugh. Tex Richmond. And that is his name. Of all the things I remember, for some reason... Here's the thing to go sideways. Do you remember the original ending of that? And Frank Oz says they weren't allowed to do it. Because it was on Muppet-like. That at one point, Tex Richmond was going to take off his skin and be Kermit. And Kermit pretended to be him just to get the Muppets back together. (laughs) Right. They've been fucked up. Yeah, because Muppets don't lie. No. It's like, Frank Oz was like, it's like literally, like in the basics. (laughs) So you can't have that. And they were like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. No. Um, so Orko does a magic trick and uh, covers men at arms in eggs. Yeah. Um, they go, Don't do this trick. You're going to cover me in eggs like you did last time. No, it'll be fine. Now, to on Orko's side, <laughs> that trick could have gone a lot worse because it did involve flinging a metal tray, <laughs> a, quite a sharp apparently metal tray, across the room. And I think Man at Arms is just lucky that it was the eggs that hit him and not that tray because he would have been killed. Exactly. So, yeah, fair is fair. So, yeah, Man at Arms gets covered in eggs. Yeah. But there's no time to laugh about this, even though everyone does. <laughs> uh, because uh, Lockjaw sh- starts... Shots? Yes. Shots. Uh, shots <laughs> all over the castle. Starts shooting turrets. Specifically turrets. Yeah. Because the thing is, at this point as well... Man at Arms and Tila go, right, we're going to go and sort this prick out. Mm-hmm. And Prince Adam just goes, well, I'm off then. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. He just wanders down a hall. Yeah, no, um, Adam and Cringer get out of there. His father is disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> he's even, though more, he, even though he's quite obviously He-Man. He's more disappointed than Kevin Sorbo. But also, at this point, what is He-Man going to do against, because it seems to be quite an aerial battle that's going on. Yep. So Tila and that's got it handled. He yeah, manages only, it extra. Here's something weird. Only because they have the she has the same vehicle exactly yeah. as Lockjaw. One thing as well, there's a bit of overkill here as well because he's just going about by himself mm. blasting stuff. <laughs> she takes off on her hover bike thing. It's still like a ram something, yeah, right? I hear ram jet, yeah, or something. Um, but she takes off. With 12 other soldiers, because I stopped it and I counted them. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, he's just by himself. Just chase him off. Two or three, yeah, obviously send up extra. Yeah. But a dozen soldiers with him. Uh, who then do yeah. nothing. Yeah. But, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> must have been, that's, so he about to turn up. This is just seven minutes in yeah. as well. So uh, there's a lot going on. I know. Cringer sounds like Snagglepuss. Which I found weird. Yeah. Uh, and this is where my typos start. And as I say, I take, I'm not apologizing. Yeah. So Herman turns up, as does Battle Cat. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tila gets to work uh, but the, <laughs> and sorts out Lockjaw. But um, uh, both Tila and Herman seem to be like, it's a diversion. Yeah, like they knew it was. He, he, if you know it's a diversion, yeah, don't he goes, you? He goes, hey, Tila, I think Skeletor did this to lure you away from the castle. <laughs> yeah, well, now you've been lured yeah. away as well, you dipshit. 
I know it's uh, it's one of those things where they don't want their hero to look stupid. But you know, so what they've done accidentally is made him look stupid. Yeah. Um, oh. uh, TJ bites off uh, Leela's sword. Yeah. Uh, TJ. TJ. <laughs> you can call me a TJ. Uh, Herman. Look. <laughs> what is this? Oh, that was. I sent you that clip, that video clip, right? It's just. Oh, it's, just- weir- it's just a weird piece of animation, right? <laughs> Where he do- he looks super thin. Yeah. But he's got uh, like the quote unquote camera shoots him real low. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, Herman looking odd uh, deals with TJ, uh, including uh, painfully bending his dildo arm. Yeah. Ugh. Which is definitely like. Uh, it's quite a thin dildo arm. Do you know how expensive that Hitachi <laughs> wand was? He just Ugh. ruined it. Uh, but yes, uh, Sorceress uh, speaks to men at arms with telepathy. Save some money on uh, yeah. animation there. Because I don't think that bird ever moves. No. But I'd also <laughs> forgotten, when we see her sort of face on with the sort of bird thing, I'd mm. forgotten how shit she looked. Yeah, she's uh, pretty shit. Yeah. Also, for a pilot, I don't remember the king and queen in it, so I thought they were going to disappear forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must turn up occasionally, but yeah, I didn't remember them um, much at all. Uh, yeah. Sorcerer speaks to men at arms with telepathy. Orko is jealous. I don't know why I put that. I, I assume she he was like, oh, because he's like, what's she saying? Like, she's yeah, she's telepathic. And yeah. sorcerer, but she can only do it to one person at a time. <laughs> Not very helpful. No. no. Uh, Skeletor is in the building. Yeah. Yeah, and the and security not, was shit. Yeah. So w- were those 12 soldiers that took off a tea like, the only 12 <laughs> soldiers they had? That's not an army. And also, it's not a very good uh, tactical plan. You know, you don't you don't have everyone rush forward with like the ball in rugby yeah. and just leave the rest of the field open. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Orko has massive hands. I've already yeah. mentioned that, but I'll say it again. Um, can sorceress help? No, no. Uh, Men at Arms is instantly unarmed. Ha <laughs> 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 Uh. Sorceress is diamond disappeared. Yeah. As are men at arms and the king and queen. Uh, mm. If that is indeed their titles. I'm oh, not it's quite King sure. Randor and Queen Marlena, I think. <coughs> I don't uh, know. Who cares? Skeletor has robots. <laughs> yeah, knight, apparently robot knights. I mean, do you need robots and all these people from around the universe? And, you know, it's like, well. Yeah. And here's the thing. <clears throat> it's called Masters of the Universe, but the only people from around the universe seem to be villains. Yeah, that's it. It's Everyone else is from Eternia. It's, yeah, should oh. be called villains of the universe. Um, and if the entire universe is kind of ganging up on this half dozen people down here, yeah, what did they do to get the entire universe against them? I know, right? We're only hearing, we're only really hearing Hemmings' side of it. Well, this is the weird thing, right? Now you've said that, this could be like a Starship Troopers thing. You know, in yeah. Starship Troopers, oh, yeah, you follow they... the heroes get against these bugs, and then as you're watching it, you realise that they are Nazis. Yeah. We, the human race, are Nazis just attacking <sighs> other planets. Yes. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, so that could be the same for Herman. Yeah. You know, just because they seem nice. 
No. I mean, one on one, most no, people say that. Thing as well, no democracy. It's a king. It's a king. So it's a bloodline thing. Yeah. No, can people didn't vote them in because they're kings. They just took over. I don't know. You can vote kings in there, can't you? Yeah, but not in this case. No. Well, <laughs> not that we know that. No. But <laughs> I didn't see one polling station. So. Uh. <sighs> Why didn't they draw them in? <laughs> Why don't we get a pilot episode which just sets up the entire can, how the government works in that universe? Yeah. Um, oh, uh, so Herman's still outside. Erko, uh, Erko? Orko turns up, just gets him up to speed on the plot yeah. really quickly, just in case you missed out. Um, Herman knows about the diamonds. <coughs> oh, yeah, because... Because uh, Orko goes... He made him disappear, and he goes, he must have the diamonds of disappearance. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, which is handy that a lot of people know this thing exists. Exactly. Uh, so he heads to Greyskull, Castle Greyskull, uh, to talk to the sorceress, because it's the only place he can, because there's a magic mirror. Obviously. Yeah. And the plan now is to crush the diamonds while not looking at it. Now, apparently, when he first stands in that doorway um, and looks at the mirror, mm. there's a music film, but you can kind of hear a voice in it. And apparently he's talking there about how he's going to go and look in the mirror and talk to their spirits. So as if they're dead. But they drown it out, so you kind of... So they left the line in, but they just did enough to drown it out because they're like, oh shit, this doesn't really work. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Skeletor has his own battle cat. And I until I saw that, I forgot that existed. Yeah, was it Panthor? But if I remember rightly, it is just a recast of the battle cat. Yeah. Like, if you bought it, yeah. it was still a hard was plastic purple. purple. Wasn't it? It I had a different head. Wasn't it slightly furry, though? I seem to remember it being... You might be right, yeah. Yeah, I think it was um, velvety. But why wasn't Battle Cat? I think it's because of the stripes. It was harder to do that, mm. but it cost more, so I think they just went with plastic for a Battle Cat. Fair dues. Mm. Still sad now you said it. Um, Which makes Panther better. Panther? I'm sure it was Panthor. Well, it's not definitely not Panthro. I mean, that's, no. that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> uh, um, yes, they have a bit of a fight. Yeah, bad guys uh, break into Castle Greyskull. And by that, they just put a hook on the drawbridge. Uh, yeah. I'm sure at one point, and I might just not have been paying attention, because Castle Greyskull is kind of a skull. Yeah. I'm sure He-Man says, drop the jawbridge. Yeah, it, he does. He absolutely, <laughs> I was not sure if I heard that either, but now you say it, I'm like, yeah, that's confirmation. Because I thought that, and I, thought, I can't have heard that properly. I assumed that I'd heard it wrong, because there's a character called, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, called... Called trap jaw. Trap jaw yeah. You can't then have a jaw bridge. There's only so many jaw puns you're yeah. allowed in one thing. No. Oh no. Oh, no, we'll get back. It's fine. Um, so this is when the the jaw bridge opens, and there's the fight between uh, trap jaw and He Man. Yeah. That's the scene that's reused right at the start of the next episode. Okay. Where he just sort of runs at him and he gets thrown off a bridge. Um. <sighs> Yeah, Herman, uh, so yeah, bad guys breaking the castle Greyskull. Herman beats them up with Teela, Ram Man, and as I called him again, Feather Dude. Oh, Stratus. That's a terrible name. It is. Because it just made me think of Blue Stratus, the aftershave. But what I remember about Stratus is his, you clipped on his little wrist feathers. Right. They were separate. I didn't remember him at all. I think I had him, as I say. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't know why. I might as well have been seeing him for the first time because I did not know that character existed. Um, Taylor goes up against uh, Evil Lynn. Sorry, I just wrote E-L. <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> like L from, from Run the Jills. <laughs> uh, what a twist. And yeah, they do one of those... Uh, you know, Taylor's a woman, so she fights a woman fights yeah. that used to be the, all the rage in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and Taylor's doing fine. And then uh, Stratus, as you call him, yeah. just puts her in a bag. Yeah. Just puts Evil in a bag. How do you like them apples? Oh. How about you let Taylor kill her? Yeah. And show how manly yeah. she is. <laughs> uh, Triclops gets dizzy because of uh, Orko's massive hands. Yeah. Uh, Skeletor screams, drops the diamond... And makes a rock monster, because there needs to be more things going yeah. on. Uh, Herman destroys it in one punch, so that was a waste of time. No, it was just like, you know, like in uh, Thor, when he um, he's up against the rock thing and he just smashes it. Yeah. A bit like a, a Indiana Jones, I'll yeah, just shoot this guy thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what, but except less drama in this one, that he just, can being the most powerful man in the universe, just smashes it. What a prick. Uh, <laughs> Herman gets the diamond. Crushes it. Um, he does go to the other side yeah. for a second, but he still has the diamond, which doesn't make any sense because surely the diamond wouldn't go with you. That no. would turn the world inside out. Yeah. But even then, if you're <coughs> crushing it and making it into like things, why would it? I don't understand why it would fuck up the power of the diamond. Now you've just got tons of little things that can make people disappear. I think we're both being pedants on this, though, <laughs> in different ways, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Herman uh, uh, crushes the diamond and uh, the, pe- the the people that disappeared come back. The four people, right? Yeah. But like we said at the beginning, the lizard doesn't come back. And if this has been used for years for war, ne- ne- neither does anybody, anyone else. Yeah, anybody else that's ever been put into this yeah. phantom zone. It should be like of- the end of Close Encounters, right? Thousands of people should appear. Yeah. And be like, where the fuck are we? Like when they undo the snap and five yeah. years later everybody comes back. Yeah. I'm saying, do, do they age in the... Well, I would say they no. They must. They must just dissolve it in dust after a while. Well, yeah. And that's why uh, only after, these people after came back. After about 30 minutes. Yeah. Right, so. <laughs> so, um, I think we're lucky. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a silly coda, right, with uh, yeah. the king so he can laugh at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a thing. There's a bit before that where they're all going, hey, hey, thanks, He-Man, for saving us. Mm-hmm. And there's a slight cut where just as they thank him, He-Man does this sort of turn to man-at-arms with this weird-looking glecka expression sort of thing. <laughs> and then just cuts away really quickly. It's just for a split second. I'm like, what's that fucking look? You take the piss, He-Man. Are you just going... That's the weird thing with mm-hmm. this animation is that it is animation, right? You don't need to leave these weird choices in. Yeah. Don't draw them in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's something about animating late, or somebody being late. Yeah, and then he crashes, he crashes a car through, through a wall. Yeah, because I've just got, like, and <laughs> just going, oh, Adam, your lateness and uh, wanton disregard for our safety uh, by crashing our, my Zoom chariot um, through the walls of the throne room. Hilarious. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, and then Orko's like, well, at least he's on time for a change. Yeah. And everyone goes, <laughs> <laughs> And then it cla- uh, uh, yeah. cuts to... Uh, and I didn't write any notes for this, but I remember it happening. Uh, a quick PSA. I have got, I had to write, I mean, the amount of things in this episode that I just wrote down word for word because yeah. of the person saying, 
In today's story, Skeletor was looking for a shortcut, a quick way to riches and power. You may know someone you may know some people like that, always looking for the quick way to get ahead of everyone else. Well, it doesn't work that way. I'm, I'm putting my own tone in. <laughs> the people who succeed are the people who work for what they want. That's from a prince. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Hypocrite uh, much. So don't be fooled by those who say they have a sure thing. They're always a, there's always a catch to it. Don't sell yourself self, don't sell yourself short. The right way is the best way. Until later. See ya. Signing out. Yeah. He man. Peace out, bitches. Yeah. I'm the most powerful man in the universe. Don't cross me. I'll punch you and make you see directors' names. The, the last credit as well as the end credits roll seems to be of uh, a child psychologist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it says something to the effect of uh, child uh, education and uh, psycho- uh, child psychology provided by. Oh shit, I never noticed that. And then gives like a, a name at the end. That's weird. And you're like, is that for the PSA? Uh, possibly. You know what I mean? To sort of go, yeah, it was violent, but that's because they did wrong, so we had to stop them. Yeah. I don't think that works from a psychology point of view, because doesn't that then, isn't that how, like, I don't know, uh, people high up in the army or deciding people are going to war would say to uh, people. See, I think in the case of this episode of He-Man, I think they needed that at the end, because the, the moral of the story wasn't really obvious throughout the rest of it. There's no moral to this well, story. That's ten- well, I mean, that's what he technically is, that he's trying to do the cheap way. But that's not evident throughout the rest of the episode, so they've just had to paste that on at the end. So it must be just because it's violent-ish. But now you've said that... But then they used to do that at the end of Mr. An- T and stuff as well. I mean, the, obviously it's a 22-minute cartoon, but there are no character arcs or anything else. Mm. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that the, the bad guys are transported to Eternia at the beginning of this episode, you would know it's the first episode. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I mean, a rich prince is also the strongest man in the world. Yeah. Who also gets to mansplain things to Teela. Yeah. And then beat people up. And then, you know, he does save some people. And then he drunkenly slash carelessly drives a car through a wall and everyone goes, ha, ha, ha. Well, well, it's also a case of, right, don't take shortcuts, right? What sort of shortcut w- is a car through a wall? Work can work for everything. Now, we could spend the time and have sort of proper diplomatic relationships with Skeletor, but I'm just going to punch him. <laughs> so remember what I said about the shortcuts? You do that, I'll do my thing. Fuck you, I'm most powerful man. Yes, yeah, so do what I uh, say, not what I do. Yeah. What a motherfucker. What a despot. Oh. Um, go to some of the credits, if you like. Um, very quickly, directed by Lou Zucker. Uh-huh. Um, ten episodes of this he directed. He's also um, done The uh, the New Adventures of Gilligan, Fat Albert, and The Cosby Kids. Um, uh-huh. Uh, he did some other stuff. Did Flintstones in the, the 69... Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch cartoon. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I know, you're any 69. No, no. Fred Flintstone, uh, my God. But uh, you've got 
Robbie London, who did, wrote this, he also wrote um, a heap of Captain Planet. It's also possibly the creator of Captain Planet, but I, I saw that in one thing, but then couldn't find collaboration for that. He also did things like James Bond Jr. and the, the Super Globetrotters. Oh, I fucking hated uh, James Bond Jr. He also, I um, hated how smug he was. Um, I'm James Bond um, Jr. He also, um, he also did um, was the writer on the original Ghostbusters, not the real Ghostbusters. The one with the gorilla. Yeah, the one with the gorilla yeah. and the, the, the open truck. Here's the thing. He also, um, he's got 70 producing credits for things like ALF, Cops. Remember the cartoon Cops? Yeah, I fucking loved it. Um, In fact, I've sent you a clip of that before. Mm, yeah. Isn't it one of them bulletproof? Yeah. But see, yeah. Now, here's the thing. He also produced the real Ghostbusters. So he's, again, double dipping. Captain N and the Games Master. I remember that, and I don't yeah. know why. Super Dave. I remember seeing Super Dave, but I think it's never really took on here, but I'm not entirely sure what he was. But he was nominated for two primetime Emmys. Um, one of them was for Inspector, Cad- Inspector Gadget Saves Christmas. Fucking uh, hell. I know. Um, we watched some fucking shit. And he also he won two daytime Emmys for The New Adventures of Madeline and Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego. I used to watch uh, the new Adventures of Madeline on Sunday mornings when nothing else was on. <laughs> um, yeah. And Carmen San Diego. But then let's be honest, I've watched new Carmen San Diego on Netflix and yeah. it's great. So, so let's see, you've got Skeletor, voiced by Alan Oppenheimer, who also did um, Cringer, Man at Arms and Maraman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Beastman, He-Man and Prince Adam, voiced by John Irwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Other credits include character voices on Babe, and he was the radio sportscaster in Back to the Future 2. So, Weird. I guess he must have... I always thought that was Phil Hartman. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, <coughs> Evil Lynn was voiced by Linda Gray, who also voices Tila, any woman, <laughs> in mm. He-Man, pretty much. Um, she was also the voice of Aunt May on the Spider-Man cartoon from 94 and 97. Is that the one with Neil Patrick Harris? Because he was Peter Parker at one point on the cartoon, I just can't remember. Mm, it doesn't matter. Moving yeah. on. Um, he also the voices in Shira. She was also um, the the voice of God in the hit Ellen Barkin Blake Edwards movie Switch. I say hit. I don't know if it was. You recognise the cover? You know, it's got the gun and um, guys leaning on it, and she's hanging off with a tie on. I think that's pretty much all the credits. Because I say there was only four people doing the voices. Yes. Um, yeah. There you go. Well, that was a thing. Um, a weird little sort of side thing. Um, where the hell is it? This will be worth it once I find it. Possibly. Maybe not. Um, yeah, here's the thing about... I see, because Robbie London did episodes of Captain Planet. Mm-hmm. And while I was looking at that, there was obviously credits for Captain Planet popping up. You know that Sting did four episodes of Captain Planet? The fuck does that mean? Sting. He did four episodes. He was a character called Zarm. Sting. Fuck off. <laughs> What's Sting doing a cartoon I, for? I don't know. But only four episodes. That's I know he liked character. acting in shit films because yeah. he was a shit actor. Yeah. But yeah, it just, it just popped up and I was just like, that's weird, right? Of all the things he could have done, Captain Planet. Ugh. How fucking odd. I know, that's why I wrote it down. Uh, there you go. He'd have been making that album, The Soul Cages, around that time. That was a bigger hit. But there you go. That's his arm. Sounds like a bad guy. He probably just phoned it in from while he was recording other stuff. Literally, probably on the phone. Well, Skype didn't exist, and I don't know if Can't he could me. do it over the phone back then. He maybe just had a little dictaphone. 
Well, maybe not. Maybe literally, because he's in the studio, they just ran the tapes over. No, that seems too too. <laughs> that seems too easy. Yeah, uh, seems too good. Uh, they would have made it shit. It was Captain Planet. I mean, I remember it being enjoyable. I remember one episode where someone travels through time and has to wear shades because the sun now burns people's <laughs> eyes out their heads or something. Mm, that's fucked up. Because there's no <clears throat> ozone layer. Ugh. Which is insane because remember when the ozone layer was a big deal, yeah. And then we just stopped using CFCs, and now it's fine. Yeah, we fixed it it's like that. It was all a mess could, anyway. Could we start climate doing the change same? Isn't real. Can we start <laughs> doing the same with the climate change and global warming? Whatever needs to be done, can we just do it? Because I really, uh, you know, uh, Greta Thunberg, go girl. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I feel like climate, you know there is an awful lot of flooding and shit going on there. Yeah, and, and you what, know, three storms in two weeks or something. Yeah, years. yeah, and fires. Can Australia yeah. is on fire? And yeah, I mean, ironically, we want to take the weather from here and put it over there to put the fires out. Yeah, or alternatively, bring the fires into the sky here. To make the rain go away. Yeah, exactly. What could go wrong with fire in the sky? Oh. Uh, if we turned the world really quickly, like Superman, boop, would the weather stay where it was? <laughs> I think that's what we, we need a polar shift. That's what we need. Just a. Maybe get a big asteroid that'll hit us and sort everything out. Yeah. And by sort everything out, kill us. I. I love how my brain works occasionally. It's like when I came to that realisation about how easy it is to lose weight and why I'm not motivated to do it. And then, obviously, I didn't have any money to eat, so that worked out quite well. I'm down to 15 stone again. But, um... Because all you need to do is save 1,100 calories a day. Mm -hmm. And in 90 days, you'll lose two stone. And you can do it either by exercise or eating less. Yeah. And, but it has to be on top of what you're doing. Yeah. Because so when people say to me, why aren't you healthy? You walk to and from work. <clears throat> cool. But I have to do 500 calories on top of that. Yeah. And you also have to save 500 calories. Well, how do I save 500 calories? I drink Lucozaid orange every day. Stop that. Save 400 calories. Done. Nearly job done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I stop that for three months. Yeah. And find a simple 45-minute, 60-minute at-home workout. There's a real bullshit uh, workout where you do uh, 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 burpees, 10 lunges, 10 squats. I already said that already. You said squats, yeah. Well, there's five, right? So maybe it's a sit-up, right? 10 sit-ups, right? Um, and you do that 10 times, right? Mm. And that will burn 500 calories. Fair enough. So if you got up and did that every morning. Yeah. And got up an hour early. I don't think you can do that. So if you went every other day, mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, and did your workouts and then let yourself recover Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, cut your calories by 1,000. You'd still do it. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that is really easy. 
And then part of my brain goes, I'm still not going to do it. No, sounds easy, but <laughs> fuck that. Oh. Mm. I don't have many pleasures in this life anymore. And LucasAid Orange mm. is cheap and tasty. Yeah. And I've come to the conclusion that sipping a bottle of LucasAid Orange for a day is better than eating five chocolate bars. True. Even though there's 300 calories in it. <sighs> and I tried LucasAid Zero because there's nothing in it. It doesn't give you any sort of kick or pep. Mm. Didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. Mm-mm. I've never been a fan of LucasAid anyway. Yeah. I love it. It's my favourite. It's my favourite. I think. I, sorry, I just died on microphone in front yeah. of you. Should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, we need to go to get. Well, yeah. we need to go to Asda, get food for lunch, and also. Yeah, this is, this is going to be the last time I eat this week, probably. Hooray! Mm. Uh, go to eBay and, and buy something to, yeah. to help the podcast. And by that, I mean my fridge. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Love you guys. Speak soon. Um, bye. What are we doing next week? It doesn't matter. I've already, I've, I, we already know. Bye. Bye. <laughs>